0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app.
1: Right now, though, joining us on the Roman guest line is our guy Mike Morgan of ESPN. And let's talk some college hoops with Mike. Mike, how are you doing, sir?
0: Oh, he's I'm on good, guys. He's I on, can actually see you. There he is. Know- it, we have a cell phone connection, but I can actually see these three voices I've nice. been chatting with for now for months. So it's good to put the face behind the voice. It's Great.
1: always good to put the face Behind the voice, and thank you so much for joining us this evening. You have a busy week and weekend coming up, so let's just go ahead and hop right into it. You're calling Ole Miss against Auburn tomorrow, and you're also mm-hmm. going to call South Carolina on the road against Alabama. We are just talking about Nate Oates and how disappointed yeah. he is in his team's defense. But let's start with uh, the game starting tomorrow uh, with Auburn and Ole Miss. Now, two SEC favorites over the weekend went down, Auburn and Kentucky. I just think uh, Auburn is a little concerning to me. We talked about teams that we want to want to tail in the in the tournament, and also teams that we want to fade. But Auburn's backcourt has been very concerning to me. What can you point to uh, with that team right now? Uh, and is it time to hit the panic button on Auburn, or are we just overreacting?
0: No, no, do not hit the panic button on okay. Auburn. Okay. I, I I think that'd be a mistake. Um, I mean, I know where you're coming from. There are teams that this time of year, for whatever reason, just kind of fade and their weaknesses are exposed, and it's like, okay, they were overhyped, not buying it, uh, Stock down. I'm not there on Auburn. Look, you look at their two losses in a very competitive SEC. They lost an overtime road game to Arkansas, and then they just lost a game against a Florida team that had to win at home Mm -hmm. to have any chance at the tournament, and they lost that game on the final possession. So it's not like – there's been this major uh, downshift in their performance overall. They're still damn good. I mean, I've told you this before on your show. If there's a better player in college basketball and a better prospect in college basketball than Jamari Smith, I don't know who he is. He's 6'10". He's got a pure jumper. He can go inside. He can go outside. I mean, he could play that game today. That game he could excel at right now at the NBA level. And then you've got Kessler, who's the best shot blocker at all of college basketball averages over four blocks a game. So there's your rim protection. There's your, your ultimate dynamic duo down low. I'm not in love with their guards, but I like them. I mean, I I can win with those guys. So no, Auburn is going to be fine they don't lose at home. Uh, and the only two games they've lost again, they've only lost three all year. The other one was double overtime to Connecticut, uh, but home court neutral floor. When you're talking about, NCAA tournament, I'd be shocked if they don't go very
1: deep. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I'm still have in my notes. Is it time to hit the panic button? They still have only one loss in regulation this year. So maybe right, we're just with much, right. which much is given, much is required. A really quickly question about uh, Jabari Smith before we move forward. He's shooting 43% from three-point range this season. I know Carl yeah. anthony Towns just called himself the best three-point shooting big man in basketball after he just won the three-point contest over the weekend. But I think Jabari Smith might give him a run for his money. Can you just tell maybe the more casual fans um, just what they can, what you think you can expect from Jabari Smith as he moves out of college and into the NBA. Because, I mean, right now he's looking like the number one prospect. And Chet Holmgren was just a favorite, I feel like, just three days ago it felt like.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, Chet's look. Chet's a unicorn in that he's 7'2 or whatever and obviously can shoot from outside. But, man, is he gangly. I mean, I like I, I think his body needs to mature mm. a couple of years before I see him being a real impact guy at the NBA. I, I think Jabari Smith – you know, typically what happens, a guy like him who's so good, he goes to a bad team, and with a with that, you get to play a lot of minutes, you get to take a lot of shots. He's going to put up numbers. I mean, he's going to put up serious numbers as a rookie, in my opinion. Uh, I, I think – think of the body of Ben Simmons, but a hell of a lot more skilled. Mm. The body of Ben at 6'10", uh, very, you know, kind of coordinated, unlike some big men, but – but man, his shot is pure. I mean, it's it is a thing of beauty, and it's not like some guys are just better spot up shooters. Some guys are better pull up. Sh- he's got it all. Yeah. He really got it all. He can defend. He can rebound. He he's there's no selfishness in his game. Just like everything, every box you want to check, you check it with him. So I had him last Wednesday night, and he had a career high. I think it was close to thirty, and he hit six threes. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, it, you know, if you if you want to watch him, we'll have him tomorrow night, the SEC Network and he'll put on another clinic. I mean, he's just if he doesn't score 31, he'll get you 15, 10 and 3. Yeah. You know, he's just that good of a player. Mike, you uh call a ton of SEC games and this is going to be an interesting tournament, right? Outside of Auburn, who do you like? that maybe is under the radar in terms of being a sleeper team to not only bet on to go deep, but also to bet on against the spread? And who do you absolutely think that we should be looking to fade uh, compared to how they've been performing and where the tournament might slate them? Well, There's a lot of good questions there, tough ones. Um, <laughs> look, I, I'm, I've been on record, Auburn and Kentucky, those are those are the cream of the crop. I mean, those are two Final Four rosters. Whether or not they make it, you know, trying to predict March Madness every year, you're going to lose a lot of money. If you if you think you know the four teams going to the Final Four every year, It's there's so many things that can happen, but they have the ability. Like, I've been around this game long enough to know what a Final Four roster looks like. They've got it. Uh, and I like the intangibles on both those teams. If you're talking about a team, look, I'm not going to say they're under the radar, but I think Tennessee right now, like they don't have some of the star power that we're used to. It's not a roster full McDonald's all Americans, but if you haven't seen this Ziegler kid, he's, he's out of New York. He's like five, nine on a good day. And he is just so good. He, he and he is a backup. He comes off the bench. You've got Vescovy from Paraguay. Uh, and you've got Chandler who was the highest recruited guard. So you got three really good guards. And I love teams that have really good guard play because if you don't have Jabari Smith and Kessler like an Auburn does, you better have good guards. And they've got real they got three of them. They got three of them. And I, and, and look, they've been a little bit of an underachiever the last couple of years. They had not had deep runs in the tournament. And I just think Rick Barnes is too good a coach and I think they're due to make a run. So for, you know, we don't know what the matchups are yet. It's still a matchup game, but I just have a feeling Tennessee while everybody's talking about Auburn, Kentucky, and really now the flavor of the month has been Arkansas, right? They have been so much fun to watch and they've been the hottest team in a lot of ways. I like Tennessee to get to that second weekend and maybe even further. I just think that uh, this might be the team that not as many people are talking about because they're not going to win the sec, but but they've got a chance to do some good things in the tournament. And Mike, when you look at the SEC standings, you know you have Auburn there at twelve and two, and Kentucky's eleven and three, and Arkansas is ten and four, along with Tennessee. So there's so much parity. And then we look at you know some of these other conferences like the Big Ten, also tough. And then the ACC's really down this year, other than Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think that is? You know, like with a conference yeah. like the ACC, that mm-hmm. when we were all growing up, like that was the premier conference. You know, Duke, North right. Carolina, and now it's like I said, it's Duke and nobody else really. Yeah, I mean, Notre Dame might be the second-best team, but I don't think Notre Dame's that good, to be honest with you. Uh, Here's the secret. Here's the dirty little secret nobody wants to talk about. If you follow basketball recruiting and if you follow the ESPN Top 100, everybody would assume that the most Top 100 kids are going to the ACC. And certainly Duke gets a bunch of them. And every now and then maybe a Florida State will get one and a North Carolina will get one. But the conference that the last few years that's had more top 100 recruits is the SEC. The SEC, the SEC has caught up with the ACC and then some in recruiting. And so it's not like the SEC has to apologize for the coaches they've been hiring in that league either. Right. You know, and after this year, Coach K – Gone. That's what I'm saying. What is is the ACC
1: going to do
0: now? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, Kay's going to be gone. Roy's already gone. You see North Carolina dipping. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much longer Leonard Hamilton can do it in Tallahassee. They're having a down year. What else excites you about this league? What other coaches excite you right now? So I, I think right now the SEC is on an uptick. The ACC is having struggles. I don't think the ACC... Uh, You know, you could say, well, maybe it's a one-off, right? Maybe they're just going to have a down year and they're going to bounce back next year. And and, and maybe they will. But honestly, guys, I'd be a little bit concerned. I I think it's no longer just cool to say, well, if I'm a great player, I got to go to the ACC. I think that image has changed a little bit. Would you fade ACC uh, as a whole in the tournament? Would I take what now? Would you fade the ACC given that as a whole in the tournament? Yeah, I mean, I don't look to me. There's only one team that's a threat to go deep from that league, and it's Duke. Yeah, I mean, now now let me let me say this because I don't want to sound like I'm just banging on the ACC. Duke is a Final Four caliber team. Mm -hmm. To me, there's only about six or seven teams that I really look at and say, yeah, they've got Final Four written all over them. Uh, And then you know, every now and then there's a dark horse. Could there be a Loyola of Chicago? Maybe I'm not going to be able to predict it if there is. Who does? But, uh, you know, you got Duke, you got Auburn, Kentucky, you got Arizona out west, uh, you got Purdue. I love the Ivy kid in uh, the Big Ten. And, and, of course, you got Gonzaga. You know, I mean, the, these are final four capable teams. I don't see a lot of others out there. I'm sure I left one off my list there, but I, I don't see a ton. And I certainly don't see any other than Duke from the ACC, not at all.
1: Mike, with about 60 seconds to go, tell us what we should be looking forward to with uh, South Carolina and Alabama on Saturday. Bama's a four and a half point favorite. They've been giving up a lot of points. Coach Oates is not happy with their defense against Kentucky without uh, Ty Ty Washington and Severe Wheeler. Mm -hmm. They still gave up 90 points. What should we be keeping our eyes on?
0: Well, I mean, you hit on it. They're, they're not defending well, and and that's been the problem. Like last year, for all the talk about the threes and all the points, the fact of the matter is they didn't defend. They, they defended very well last year. They were top 30 nationally defense. This year, they're nowhere to be found in the top anything. And, and a lot of that, quite frankly, is want to. A lot of the same players that defended well last year are not doing it as well this year, maybe a little too much worried about their NBA stock, what have you you got to do a better job defending, and they got to do a better job rebounding. And I would just tell you this. You mentioned that number. Alabama at home, only four and a half. What else does that tell you? South Carolina's playing much better basketball, and they look at that game as a quad one potential win. if they, they have to win that to have any prayer of making it to the tournament. They just upset LSU. So we could be in for a pretty good old-fashioned rock fight in
1: Tuscaloosa. You said it. South Carolina, a much better team as of late. We're a much better show when Mike Morgan joins us. Mike, thank you so much for joining the show. Love you guys, man. Good to finally see you you on the screen. We got to take this to the next step. Now we got to go out to lunch. We've had you on the phone. (laughs) Now we're on the video. Now we'll go out to lunch. Mike Morgan, thank you so much.